you're a personal trainer, fitness instructor, or even if you own your own gym or boot camp, this podcast is for you. My name's Lester Kitchen, and I can help you generate more leads, make more money, and attract loyal clients who you love to work with. No more worrying about cancellations, no more nightmare clients you hate training, and no more fear and anxiety about money or your business. Better marketing is the way to solve your problem and the Leicester Kitchen podcast is here to provide you with the marketing tools, strategies and guidance you desperately need. To find out more and to get access to a ton of free resources, head to www.leicesterkitchen.com. Let's get into today's episode. If you're a personal trainer or a bootcamp instructor, you've probably dealt with cancellations from clients in the past and I know as, as a former personal trainer, how annoying and how frustrating that can be. So not only are cancellations really annoying and, and they're very frustrating for you, but it means that you're losing money basically. You've, you've got time booked out in your schedule for someone and, and they don't turn up and generally personal trainers just take that on the chin, don't charge uh, the client for that and then end up wasting their time as well. So you, you might be traveling for, especially for clients, uh, for personal trainers who are relatively not not as busy as they like to be or their schedule's not as full. You might be traveling to the gym specifically for one session, one client, and on the way to the gym, they, they send you a text saying, hey, I'm not gonna be able to make it today. Sorry, can't make it today, whatever it is. And that's incredibly frustrating. Um, so today we're gonna talk about why that why that happens, why people cancel, why people no-show to your personal training sessions or your bootcamp, and then also, more importantly, how you can fix that. So first of all, just appreciate that they are genuine reasons. So the kid might be sick, they might have to stay back at work, um, they might be unwell themselves. There may be genuine reasons why they can't get into your session. So there's always gonna be an element of that. However, there are things that you can do to fix that. So if you believe that your client's genuinely got a reason why they can't come in and they're very, very, and usually they attend, um, they attend their sessions regularly, they never really miss any sessions or cancel, then you're just gonna to have to deal with that. However, what you can do to address this is make sure that you've got prepayment set up. So make sure that clients are paying in advance for the sessions. If they're not paying in advance as in a block, as in they're not paying for four weeks at a time or eight weeks or 12 weeks at a time, then at least make sure that you're receiving payment for that session before it goes ahead. So make sure even if they're doing pay as you go and you can't convince them to do block bookings, even though that's something you can fix, um, that you're still making payment in advance. And the reason for that is once you've got the, the money, you've got a little bit more control. So what I'd advise in that scenario is if they're due to see you, they train once a week, they see you every Wednesday um, and they cancel on Tuesday, say, okay, no problem. I appreciate that you, your kid's sick or whatever. Um, what, how, let's get you in on Friday or let's get you in on Monday. And that way it means that they still make that session for kind of that week so it doesn't affect your revenue over the course of the month so you're still making the money even though you're necessarily even though you've got to deal with that cancellation at the time and then ideally if it's a good client then that won't happen very often so that's a way that you can handle cancellations and no-shows without it affecting your business by making sure that you've got prepayments in place for the clients who are cancelling and they don't have a genuine reason or they say they have a genuine reason but it happens very often, we want to understand why this might be happening. So at first, personal training clients and, and bootcamp clients are very enthusiastic, okay, they feel like something, um, they feel like they're, they're very motivated at the time, they've got a lot of interest in attending sessions, working out, um, 
jumping on your coaching calls, doing your accountability calls, whatever whatever your service or product is. Um, however, over time, that motivation can kind of wane. So the reason for that is when they first sign up, do you know what I mean? They've got this big goal in mind. They want to drop two dress sizes. They've got a holiday coming up. They've got a wedding coming up. They have experienced some kind of pain in their life when they think, right, I need to fix it right now. That's when they sign up. However, over a course of a week, two weeks, four weeks, however long it might be, life happens, that, that motivation kind of starts to fade away. So we want to be making sure that that motivation stays as high as we can. Another reason that per, uh, personal training clients can drop off is that the progress slows down. So when they first start, even a pretty average trainer can get good results within that first four weeks because they're going to clean up the diet, they're going to start exercising more than they used to, they're going to probably focus on sleeping better, they're going to eat better, they're going to drink more water, they're going to avoid kind of junk food, all the good things. And generally the results are going to come pretty quickly because it's a big change in their life. Then compliments start flying in, they start to, friends and family notice, the, the colleagues at work notice, they feel great, they're talking about on social media maybe, um, they're getting a lot of praise. But after, again, after that six weeks, eight weeks, 12 week phase, the compliments start to dry up and they can and also their progress will start to slow down naturally because do you know what I mean they've they've had that initial spike of, of results um, and now it's a case of maybe they need to go on a maintenance phase or maybe the results are just going to naturally slow down so the progress could be slowing down and they see that as um, they're not going to get the results sorry the the effort that they've got to put in to attend the sessions to adhere to your diet plan whatever it might be isn't worth the results that they're getting now the progress that they're getting Finally, another couple of things is, do you mean they just value something else more than getting in the gym? You've got to appreciate that as well. So they might be, um, let's say we're coming up to summer right now. So do you mean on those really sunny days um, when they could be going to the park with the family, they're, they're taking the kids to the park, they could be going to the beach, they could be um, spending time with friends, having a barbecue, whatever it might be on those really nice warm days. Are they really going to want to come and take an hour out of that day to come in for a personal training session? Potentially not because there's something more that they value. Even when the weather's not great, they might just value a lie in, they might just want to relax and watch a bit of Netflix after a busy day at work. So we want to be making sure that they value and they understand the importance of the, the personal training session that they're going to attend or the boot camp session that they're going to attend. The final one is that they just don't enjoy the session. So do they leave that session feeling good? Are they doing exercises that they feel good about, they can do confidently, they enjoy doing them? Are you giving them workouts that are too hard, that they hate doing? if that that could also be a reason why they're not attending simply because they don't enjoy the session so what are the fixes to these these five problems that we've discussed so for genuine reasons get prepayments in place um, and that can help you kind of control that control that situation a little bit more and you can make sure that it doesn't affect your revenue for the month secondly um, if they value something else more then we want to be making sure that they understand how important these sessions are to their goal we want to be making sure that they feel that these sessions are unmissable, that there's something in their week that they have to attend. It's a non-negotiable for them. So how do we do that? So when we're in a session with someone, um, at the end of that session and, and even during that session, we want to be explaining to them why it's so important that they've attended today. So, hey, Jimmy, it's so important that we've, we've, you've got in the gym today and we've worked on your bench press technique because I know you said your front of your shoulder was hurting when you were benching and it was stopping you from being able to exercise and do you mean you were having pain when you were doing push push days or, or chest chest days 
that's really important that we've got in today because we've now been able to fix that problem that shouldn't shouldn't affect you going ahead so that's going to mean that you can keep training you can keep getting the results that you want and you can look great when you go on your summer holiday we've made that client understand why today was an important session that's going to increase the chances of them attending future sessions and increase the chances of them saying well i could do option a go to personal training or i could do option b whatever that might be and they're going to have a higher chance of picking attending your session Second of all for that one, make sure they understand what's happening next session, why it's really important that they get in next session. So it could be, hey, next session we're gonna work on, um, we're gonna test your, your five rep max overhead press. Now this is a really, really important session because to make sure that you keep growing your shoulders and you keep getting stronger, we wanna be making sure that we're testing your strength over every, every four to six weeks, whatever it might be, whatever you program in. This is so important because it's, we can see that your program's working. So I'm really excited to see what you're gonna do next session. I think you're gonna absolutely smash it out of the park and you're gonna hit, I reckon you could probably add another five pounds, uh, five kilos, maybe even 10 kilos to your overhead press when we do the testing because you've been getting so strong and you've been performing really well in the gym. If I'm that client, I'm thinking, okay, great. Well, actually I can't wait to get to next session. So if we can do those things, it doesn't have to be every single session, but it could be when clients are starting to come on that radar, you're thinking, if you're looking at your schedule, you've got maybe 15, 20, 30, however many clients you've got on your schedule, look at the ones who you think, who's most likely to cancel or no-show me, whose progress is slowing down, who might be losing motivation, who needs a bit of a reminder of why it's so important to come in. If you can do that, you're gonna reduce your cancel rate, cancellation rates, which means that you have less of this headache, you have less of this hassle, and it doesn't affect your revenue. Another thing that we wanna do is, we're talking about slow progress, so when, when personal training clients get those initial first fast results, they get a lot of praise. What happens after six, eight, 12 weeks when that starts to fade away? Well, we need to become our client's cheerleader. We need to be making sure that they feel that they can recognize that they're still making progress. It might not be as quick or as drastic as those first initial results that they get after six or eight weeks, but we can still be pinpointing where they've made progress. So. It could be a performance progress. So, hey, do you know when you've added, since we, we mentioned the, the, the performance, the strength testing, hey, do you know when you've actually reduced your one K, one mile running time by, by 30 seconds, that's massive. Well, well done over the last six weeks of training because that's how much, I know you wanted to improve your, your running speed and, and you, you really enjoy running and that's what you wanted to focus on. And we've done that, amazing work. Also as well, you could be looking at just their habits. Do you mean, well done, well done because you've managed, we've actually been trained for eight weeks now and you've been in every single session that we agreed about over those last eight weeks. Now, when I first started, you told me that you you quit all the time, you're terrible with motivation, um, but do you know what I mean? you've proved that you're not. Okay, you've done absolutely amazing. I'm so proud of you and you should be proud of yourself as well because you've managed to, to stick to this plan. And also as well, look at the amazing results you've got. You've lost a stone, you've you've improved your strength this way, you've, um, you've dropped two dress sizes, whatever the, the performance metric is. Also as well, just think about other things that they've achieved as well. Do you know what I mean? Maybe it's a case of, hey, do you know what I mean? You've, you've mentioned that you were training for a holiday coming up. Do you know what I mean? And they say, hey, do you know what I mean? I managed to fit into some of my old holiday clothes from last summer. I'd never thought I'd be able to do that. Again, celebrate that. Look for any reason to celebrate their victories and really hype them up in person. But it could also be across your, your social media as well. Some people like to have that spotlight on them and makes them feel really good. So it works twofold. Celebrating them and spotlighting them can make them feel good, but it also helps you from a marketing perspective as well because potential clients are seeing that and thinking, hey, Lester's great working with so-and-so and so-and-so and they have pretty much the same goal as me. They're the same kind of people as me. So 
why don't I, do you mean if I want the same results, I should go find out a little bit more about working with Leicester. That might be something that the people, well, that will be something people are saying when they see that in your marketing. Other ones could be looking at they don't enjoy their session. So if they don't enjoy their session, then look to identify that really early on. So maybe you've you've got them doing workouts that they don't really enjoy. Maybe you've 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 put them on a strength training phase where there's bigger rest periods. But you know what I mean? They don't like that. They like to feel their heart pumping. They like to feel that they're working, working, working in that 30, 45, 60 minutes that they have with you. So even though logically and from a training perspective, it might make sense to give them a strength training block, if they don't enjoy it, that's gonna cost you a client ultimately in the long run. Try and reduce that down as quick as you can or, or if it's an essential part of the program that you think it's an essential part of the program, can you give a little element of that program to, um, to still incorporate something they love? So there might be a little five minute ab blaster or five minute cardio blaster or a, a five minute arms arms triceps or giant set or whatever it is just to give them a little pump and give them something that they enjoy so consider do they enjoy their sessions as well as another thing of that as well as um, the actual training that you're doing what are you doing in the rest periods what are you doing in the warm-up and the cool down that's a perfect time to be talking to these to your clients and getting to know them a lot of people will spend an entire week if not longer feeling like nobody's listened to them feeling that they're not heard they're talked at, they might be talked at at work, they might be talked at even by their partner or their kids or their family or their friends. But a lot of people feel like they're not listened to. So when they're warming up and you're going through your stretches and you're going through your activation exercise, whatever it might be, you don't need to be talking through the every single activation exercise once they've cracked it, okay? Once they know how to do um, some lunge and twist, whatever it might be, to some, some inchworm, whatever it is, you don't need to talk them through why they're doing it and coach them about that all the time, every single session. Instead, use that time to talk to them, find out what's been the best part of the week so far, what, what they've got going on at the weekend, what's been going on at the weekend, how's work going for them, how's their family. Find out what they like talking about and talk to them about that because then personal training becomes more than the training itself and the results. It becomes... A relationship between you and them and if you're probably one of the few people in their life who they feel like listen to them and feel and makes them feel heard and shares and, and has a genuine interest in their in their experiences and their hobbies and their family and their friends and the things that they like and that makes them tick they're gonna want to stick with you much much more than other personal trainers so that makes you different from the competition but also as well when the progress starts to slow down um, when their progress starts to slow down, they're going to choose you and stick with you much, much longer because they have a relationship with you and it's it's almost a friendship and it could grow into a friendship as well. Um, so when they're doing their warm-up, when they're doing their cool-down, when they're in their rest periods, obviously coach them and, and help them understand how to train better and why they're doing it and, um, and keep them motivated during the session. But there will certainly be gaps where you can be having conversations with them on a personal level. And if you do that and make them feel heard, they're gonna leave that session feeling great. And if they leave feeling great, then when they look at their schedule, their calendar for the week, they're gonna be looking at personal training session on Tuesday and Thursday with Lester and thinking, do you know, I actually can't wait to go to that. I know that I'm making progress because he keeps telling me every day, every session I come in. I understand why I'm going because I know that I'm next on, on the next session, I'm gonna be doing a strength test. On the session after, I'm gonna be working more cardio-based stuff so that can help me with my running or help me, um, help me when I'm playing, playing football with my, with my son or whatever it might be. 
also as well, do you know what I mean? You listen to me, we have, a, we have a good bit of crack, we have a nice laugh, we have a good laugh. Um, he's always asking me questions about me and he's making me feel important. So that's a really, really important thing that can often be overlooked. People will come to you for the results that you can give them, but results are ultimately gonna slow down no matter how good you are as a coach. And it's difficult, We, we you might hear that, well, once they've achieved their goal, replace their goal with something else. Now that is possible and that's something you should strive to do. But ultimately, they might just want to be relatively fit. They might just want to feel like they're not overweight, feel terrible. So once they've achieved, a, for you, a relatively modest goal, they might be more than happy there. If you can have a personal connection with them, then they might, and they really enjoy their sessions, then they might still continue to come to your sessions, even though the results aren't really what they're interested in anymore. They just enjoy being with you and, and doing workouts with you. So that's a really important thing. The final point for this, and this is a massive one that is often overlooked, um, is to just replace the clients who are cancelling and no-showing you. Ultimately, you can probably tell pretty quickly if people are cancelling for a genuine reason or they're not. Even if they're cancelling for a genuine reason, and it happens quite a lot, you want to be thinking, right, let's just replace this client. Because if you have the option to replace the client, then ultimately you probably should. Why is that? But why why don't people do that for a, a starting point? So why don't personal trainers cancel? So sorry. So why don't why do personal trainers not replace their bad clients? Typically, it's because they can't afford to. Typically, personal trainers and bootcamp instructors are desperate to work with anyone because they struggle to generate enough leads. And because they don't have enough leads, they can't replace bad clients or replace clients who are cancelling on them. That means that they'll put up with bullshit. From bad clients much much longer than they need to they'll also um they'll also end up kind of hating that client and it'll really impact their motivation because they see clients who they don't like training who know they cancel who know they who know they don't really respect your time and your your expertise but you'll put up with it anyway because you can't afford to get rid of them you've got bills to pay you've got your gym rent to pay You've got family to take care of. You've got a social life to, that you want to do. You've got a you want to be going on holidays. So personal trainers typically put up with stuff um, from bad clients who cancel because they don't have a choice. You can fix that by improving your marketing. So right now, look at how many leads you generated last month. It's probably in single digits, if any, really. A lot of personal trainers really struggle with with generating leads. What you want to do instead is focus on improving your marketing and you can generate more and more leads. That means that when you have a bad client who's cancelling or even if it's a good client who just genuinely can't make the sessions because they've got such a busy life or you've got so much stuff going on, ultimately you want to be able to be in a position where you can say, hey, Jimmy, I don't think this is working out. I don't think you're getting the value from the sessions and I don't feel like um, I'm a good fit for you as a trainer. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to cancel our future sessions um, here's a couple of numbers of, of other personal trainers you might be interested in working with or other solutions or other gyms or whatever it might be just so you can leave on good terms with them wish them the best of luck but ultimately you can cut that cord and you can introduce an, a new client who's much more bought in who's not going to cancel and who's ready to get some great results ultimately if you're training clients who have a cancelling and no showing they're also probably not getting very good results because they're not going to be adhering to training plans outside of sessions because you can't even get them in the session they're not gonna probably be sticking to the diet very well, and ultimately, it's gonna be costing you your reputation because you've got lots of clients who aren't making very good progress. So there you have it. There is 
helping you understand why people and why personal training clients are cancelling or no-showing you. And also we've talked about five or six ways that you can fix that. Ultimately, the biggest way that you can fix that is if you've got people cancelling or no-showing you, the most important thing and the most empowering thing is to be able to replace them. And to be able to do that, you need to be generating lots of leads through your marketing. If you're struggling on how to do that, you can visit my website, lesterkitchen.com, where there's tons of free resources, expert articles, and also links to my podcast episodes as well, which are designed to help people who are personal trainers, bootcamp instructors, and gym owners generate more leads, make more money, and have a business that serves them. So it's more free time, more control over your schedule, and ultimately better clients to work with who give you, who give you um, energy and you look forward to training. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it really helpful. And if you did enjoy the episode, please make sure to follow or subscribe. And if possible, please leave a review. It would be massively appreciated. If you are a personal trainer, fitness instructor, or you own your own gym or boot camp, and you need some more help with your marketing, please head to www.lesterkitchen.com for free resources, tools, and guidance to help you attract better clients, make more money, and have more control over your business. Thanks again for listening, and I'll speak to you soon.